Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. You're listening to WQYLDB Wathasha, the talk and music you want to hear. At home, at the office, or on the road, Enterprise Now with LZ Flinnard. Your, your choice for business talk. Inspirational, motivational, and transformational. Enterprise Now on WQYL-DB Radio. Welcome to the Enterprise Now radio show. I am your host, Elsie Flinnard, and I have a wonderful show for you. I want to just say thank you first to everyone who listens to the show, who supports what we're doing. Thank you so much. I can't say enough how much I appreciate your support. I'm going to jump right into our inspiration and insights um, I was online at the the Entrepreneur Lifestyle Club, and I ran across this quote that spoke to me. It spoke to me. So I thought I'd jot it down and share it with you guys. Uh, here it goes. It says, a successful man is one who can lay a firm foundation with the bricks others have thrown at him. And that's by David Brinkley. I'll read it again. It says a successful man is one who can lay a firm foundation with the bricks others have thrown at him. And that's by David Brinkley. Um, I don't really want to get into uh, the election uh, other than to say it was a hard fought contest. It was it seemed like forever to, to be over. But I am kind of glad that it's over. Um, we have our next president. Like him or not, he is everyone's president. So uh, that's pretty much all I'm going to say about that. And it, that, that just comes to mind when um, seeing, looking at the news and seeing the protests that are happening and um, all the th- all the things that are going on in, in, in our country right now. Um, it's a very interesting time, to say the least. Uh, but this is an ins- inspiration and insight. We're going to talk to all that political stuff. So um, the inspiration and insight that I drew from that is um, we talk about all the time how when you're when you're in uh, in business as an entrepreneur, there are going to be many challenges that you're going to face. That goes without saying. I don't have to imagine that is going to happen. I can tell you that it will happen. You're going to face many challenges as an entrepreneur. Uh, you have to rewire your brain in a lot of ways because we've grown up in, in uh, normalcy. Normalcy being, you know, you go to school, you get a job, you make money, and that's how you, you earn and, and make a living. Uh, but when you're an entrepreneur, that whole dynamic or that paradigm has to go out the window. So there, there are going to be many bricks that that people not necessarily throw at you. It's not literal, literal, but figuratively. Right. Uh, the competition, they want to take you out. They want to win. They want your customers dollar. They want customers to visit their store or their website or buy their book. And so in that way. Um, those, those are bricks. Those are challenges that you have to face as an entrepreneur because it's a very competitive and a very, it's a very competitive market and everyone's vying for that dollar. So, uh, so that's the insight that I got from that. And, and, and the, the latter part of the quote says, um, that you, you're able to lay a firm foundation with the bricks that others have thrown at you. Uh, which to me means that you're able to take those challenges, take those things that uh, that happen that you go through and learn from them and use those things, those challenges to build a foundation. So uh, so that quote really spoke to me. Uh, it really kind of gave me um, um, inspire me 
to to keep going, right? Because a lot of times it gets hard and you don't know what to do next and you don't know what you're doing wrong if you're doing something wrong and um and to to get to the next level. And so this is a reminder that you're going to go through challenges, you're going to go through tough times, but keep on going. Keep on going. Learn from your mistakes and use those mistakes and challenges to build a foundation to move your business forward. All right? So that was the inspiration and insight quote of the week. And uh, now I want to tell a joke. Um, I'm horrible at telling jokes, but I thought I'd include it uh, every week just because uh, maybe um, my horribleness at telling jokes will cause you to chuckle. And so this joke of the day comes from a joke a day dot com. And uh, it goes like this. It says a guy is walking down the street with his friend. He says to his friend. I am a walking economy. His his friend replies, how's that? It's like this. My hair is in a recession. My stomach is a victim of inflation. And the combination of these factors is putting me into a deep depression. I guess that's funny. I don't know. I can't hear you laugh, but it made me chuckle a little bit. So lighten up the mood. I guess. <laughs> All right. So so next we want to talk about uh, our business topic of the week. And uh, so on the show, I like to talk about a topic uh, in business and entrepreneurship that I think will help you learn and grow. And this week I decided to talk about vision. Now, you might be saying, well, I don't, I'm not really sure what vision is. What does that mean? in terms of my business uh how do i how do i implement that or how do i incorporate a vision into my business well first let's start out by defining what vision is what vision is to me vision to me is being able to see what other people can't see in a way that other people can't understand right a lot of times you your vision and it's going to be different than what anyone else can see for you. Right. And it is not going to necessarily agree with what people think it, it should be. Uh, for example, before we had iPhones or smartphones, nobody thought, OK, let's put our email and our phones or I'm sorry, our our cameras all in our phone. And the, our phones are going to become one of the centerpiece pieces of our lives. If you had told me that 20 years ago, I, I would have told you you're crazy. You know, not everyone uh, use cell phones for that purpose. But now we use it for everything. We use it for uh, keeping track of our contacts. We use it for social media. We use it for taking pictures. We take we, we take videos. We it's a, a huge part of our lives. And that's because whoever invented it, uh, in, invented the the. Uh, smartphone had a vision. They had a vision. They saw something that no one else saw, and they they created a, a need for a product that didn't exist already. And so, as you're as you're thinking about what vision is, just understand that not everybody is going to understand <laughs> your vision. Not everybody's going to get it, and that's okay. Um, I've learned to to take people. And to deal with people where they are not again, not everybody is going to understand or see your vision and not everyone is going to see your vision the way you do. So how do you communicate a vision given what we just talked about, how everyone is not going to see your vision and the people who do see your vision aren't going to see it quite like you do. So how do you communicate your vision in a way that inspires people because you're going to need people to work with you to carry your vision out. Right. You can't do it all alone. But at the same time, you have to have to they have to to be on board with it. They have to believe in it. So how do you communicate that vision? Well, I think you do that by communicating it in a way that other people can understand. You may not be able to share the entire vision as you see it, but you can share pieces of the vision. Uh, enough of it so that people can grab a hold to it, believe in it, rally behind it, and then help you carry it out. The other thing I want to kind of talk about is how do you handle a vision when you have this huge vision, this thing that has never been done before or um, has never been tried before? You have to be able 
to fail. You have to to take that fear of failure and throw it out the window because anything that's worth succeeding in is worth failing in. You're going to fail. But make sure when you do fail that you fail forward and that you learn from your failure and that you do it differently and better the next time. So that's how you handle the vision. And lastly, how you execute the vision is we talked about a little bit earlier. You, you communicate that vision. First, you have to know what, what your vision is. Then you communicate that vision and then you handle that vision, right? You harness it, you um, kind of internalize it and you um, really embrace it. And then you have to execute your vision. You need help. You need resources. That might be uh, a, a factory or uh, a group of people to help you carry out your vision. Again, you have to understand that you don't know it all and you can't do it all. And, and that's hard for a lot of visionaries or entrepreneurs to let go, to, to cast that vision, to find that team and, and then let go and let people do what they do best. You can't do it all. And, th and that's the, the, the hardest thing I think about vision is once you have it, once you can communicate it and you can handle it, now it's execution and you have to let the, the experts do what they do best. So um, so that's my take on on vision as as it pertains to business and entrepreneurship. If you have questions, if you want to dig a little bit deeper, if you want to ask me about some of the, the things that I've I've seen in, in terms of business and entrepreneurship, some of my failures, some of my challenges, I'll be sure to share those with you. You can reach out to me at info at WQYL dash db.com again that's info at wqyl-db.com and um i'll be glad to share whatever knowledge and wisdom i can with you and uh, to help you on your journey the last thing i want to talk about is relay local we have entered into a strategic partnership with relay local it is a buy local campaign it is a buy local campaign with the mission being helping independently owned and operated businesses get noticed and do well in the local economy. So uh, you can go to RelyLocal.com slash Waukesha to learn more about Relay Local. And so that brings us to the end of this segment. I want to say thank you again to everyone who is listening. We actually have in our guest segment. Catherine Ramirez. She is the owner and CEO of Advertise, and she's going to share with us her journey in entrepreneurship and um, and what she has going on now. So stay tuned to the second segment. Our guest is Catherine Ramirez of Advertise, and she has a ton of knowledge and wisdom that she's going to share with us. But that's all I have for you. And I'll be back in a couple of minutes. Locally owned and operated businesses are the backbone of our local economy. They employ upwards of 70% of the residents and are the sole sponsors of our recreational programs for our children. Without them, a community ceases to exist. We may not be able to change the economic state of our nation, but we can certainly do so on a local level. Rely Local is a new locals-only business directory. No big box retailers or national chains. Just locally owned and operated businesses who play a vital role within our community. Rely Local is not just about printing local coupons and finding local jobs. It's a campaign to restore strength within the local economy. We rely on these locally owned and operated businesses every day. Can they rely on us? Save time, save money, strengthen your community. Visit RelyLocal.com today. Hello and welcome to Enterprise Now. I am your host, Elsie Flinnard, and we have a wonderful show for you this evening. I have with me Catherine Ramirez with Advertise, and she has a ton of knowledge and wisdom that she is going to share with us. And I'm excited to hear more about what it is that uh, that she does and, and, and kind of glean from her many years of experience in the on the side of business and entrepreneurship. So, Catherine, are you are you with us? I am. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Not a problem. So I want to jump right into um, getting to know you a little bit better. So uh, as I tell my guests every week, you're welcome to go all the way back to where it first began, or you can start us off in uh, the more current day. So tell us about yourself. Um, so basically, I come from uh, broadcast television sales. I have 25 years. 
Um, I started uh, uh, straight out of the college. So I worked in five different markets, mostly mid-sized markets, and I have represented just about every TV network you can imagine, ABC, NBC, Telemundo, CW, WB, you know, what have you. And um, when I uh, got into television, uh, it was nearly by fluke. Did not uh, anticipate going into television cells. I didn't even know there was an opportunity for television cells. I went to school thinking I was going to be an attorney, and when I got out and got uh, a role into an advertising agency, that is what led me into um, television, and loved it. And it, you know, it is the foundation of who I am today, and, and all the years of experience, and what I know um, as I know it today. And also, it, it's what created and helped me create my platform, Advertise, um, which is my new venture and is the um, whole, my whole passion today about uh, helping small to mid-sized businesses with little to no advertising budget so that they can survive, succeed, and grow. Um, and in the 25 years of my broadcast television uh, experience, what I learned um, was the number one objection that came up over and over and over from the beginning of my years of selling to even today when I meet with small to mid-sized business owners was always, I can't afford it. So it was always affordability. And so I always thought through all my years in television, I kept thinking there should be a solution for this. There's got to be an answer for small to mid-sized businesses so that they can afford to advertise. And it's been my mission, my passion to solve this problem. Thus, I created Advertise so that businesses uh, can have the ability to use some form of advertising no matter what their budget needs are. And, and that's what created um, my foundation and my business model and what has led me to where I am at today uh, including speaking to you <laughs> today. Gotcha. I, and that's pretty much the nuts and bolts of my beginnings and, and the, you know, how I am where I am today. Gotcha. So I have to ask, what made you want to become a lawyer? I saw law as helping people, as especially, you know, people who were fighting for their rights or I always saw it as there was a mission about helping people. I never saw it as attorneys and corporate America and bullying and trying to get things done. I always saw it as as a way of helping people. So I was always drawn to it for some reason. And once I got into the advertising arena, uh, it wasn't as attractive to me as as the advertising, advertising to me was a lot more fun and it was um, entertaining, of course, and exciting and sexier and just, you know, working with businesses and the association and seeing how that affects businesses and how it helps them grow was just, to me, that was a lot more fulfilling than probably going to law school, I would think. But um, I also also saw eventually how it probably was going to be more boring than advertising. Advertising is fun. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. That that was my long version answer. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. So I'm I'm just trying to take um in my mind go back to when you decided to make that shift. So now remind me, you said that you had um you got a job out of uh, college at a, at a uh, television selling uh tel television ads. Was that yes? So. Coming out of college, it was really difficult to find, you know, opportunities uh, and jobs to work for. And um, I, I did work for a small ad agency, you know, for a couple years. Um, and it was exactly like what people imagine it to be. You work really hard and you don't get paid very much. And it's very drooling. But it's a lot of fun and exciting. Um, I grew out of that and I saw all these salespeople kept coming to our, you know, our agency, you know, calling on us. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So this new TV station started. And I was like, well, I think I'll apply for that and see what happens. Okay. 
So it was the WB when it first came into the marketplace, um, and Warner Brothers, in case anybody didn't know. Um, and they were hiring a, a new sales team in Knoxville, Tennessee, you know, where they hadn't even launched yet. And I thought, okay, I'm going to throw my name in the hat, and I applied. And so when I applied and when I was going through the interview process and what have you, because they, they had me interview with like three people, I didn't even know what I was applying for, to be honest. Um, I, I, it was a sales opportunity and it was a, an advertising consultant, but I had no idea exactly what it was I was going to be doing and that I was going to be selling. I didn't know anything. I just you know, winged it and applied because I thought, well, this should be fun, you know, some new TV station, and who knows. Well, lo and behold, they did hire me, and I loved it, and I was the last one to be hired. I was actually the rookie one of the team, and I ended up being uh, the most successful account executive, probably because I didn't have any predetermined, you know, objections and judgments and what have you. Um, so it was a lot of fun learning the industry and learning the business from a sign-on TV station that, you know, when I joined them only had bars on the air, so they didn't even have programming yet. It was so exciting to be a part of, and it was great, and it was fun, and I mean, I will never forget those days. And it was probably really, really hard to sell, but I don't even remember, gotcha. <laughs> to be honest. I just remember it being a lot of fun, just learning and growing. Gotcha. Well, I mean, there's a lot to be said about that um, that phase. I mean, and that that relates to uh, businesses as well, right? When when you're first starting a business and you you don't know, you don't have expectations, and you you're kind of just doing it because you're passionate about it and um, and it's fun and you you enjoy it. So um, it, it, there's something to be said about um, how how that's related to, you know, to life. You, you go into it green and, and you don't have a lot, a lot of uh, expectations. You don't have a lot of um, overhead, if you will. And you're just kind of out there learning and growing and experiencing um, life. So um, have you seen that in business as well? How when you're, when you're first starting out, it's kind of fresh and new and exciting and um, you just kind of, you know, get out there and learn. Oh, oh my God. So as a startup business myself, which is really, I think that that gives me my vantage point when I do meet with businesses is I am a startup. And so I, I do all the things that I ask other startups to do or other new businesses to do. Um, and it is hard. It is really hard. I think I, I would say most people can relate to it as an emotional roller coaster. Mm -hmm. It has a lot of ups and downs, and it's uncontrollable, and you don't know when it's going to be coming at you. And it it and so what it happens is it makes it exciting, but in the same breath, you know, it's terrifying mm -hmm. because you don't know what the outcome is going to be because. It's new. It's like a new baby. Right. It's like anything else. And so, but, but what you do know is that if you're putting in the hard work, if you're doing all the things that, you know, you feel like are the right things to do and you're, you know, you feel like you're exhausting your energy and you're making sure that you're crossing your T's, dotting your I's, that it will pay off. And so it, it is very similar to starting a job that you don't know anything about. It is very much so. It's because you don't know where that path is going to lead. You don't know what's going to be at the end of the road. You absolutely do not. But you try your hardest and you just work really, really hard knowing that there's going to be some outcomes and you're hoping for the positive and you're hoping that the outcomes will be you know, bigger than your heartaches. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, you know, with it, it's, it's like they say, you know, your all the blood, sweat, and tears is going to pay off, and that's your reward. That's that's what you get back for, for working so hard. Yep. So, yes, I would say it's very, very similar, and it is a lot of work, and it's very, very tough. I can't, I would not tell anybody out there today, I would not, 
say it's easy to start a business. I would say that it's really, really hard. And unless you're, you're, you're in it for the long haul and for the long run, then do it. But if you're not, if you can't take it, um, because it, it will wear and tear on you, mm-hmm. and if you can't take it, then don't do it because it is tough. I, I would say this is probably the toughest job, the toughest role I have ever had in my whole life. And I am a workaholic. I am a total workaholic. And all the opportunities that I had that I worked in corporate America, I worked, you know, 12-hour days, 15-hour days. I put my time in because I had this passion for my job. Mm-hmm. And I, with my own business, I'm working harder. But, and it feels like... It's, it feels more like more, you're more into it, you know, and it is because physically, mentally, emotionally, you're totally committed to it. Whereas when you're corporate America, you're probably just working hours. And so, you know, it's more physical than it is the whole emotional and mental part of it. So it is a challenge and it is hard. And don't do it if you can't do it, if you can't put up with it, because it's the toughest thing I have ever done. Gotcha. Gotcha. Good, good, good advice. Well, Catherine, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and and talk more about you and, and what it is that you do at Advertise. We'll be back in just a minute. Locally owned and operated businesses are the backbone of our local economy. They employ upwards of 70% of the residents and are the sole sponsors of our recreational programs for our children. Without them, a community ceases to exist. We may not be able to change the economic state of our nation, but we can certainly do so on a local level. Rely Local is a new locals-only business directory. No big box retailers or national chains. Just locally owned and operated businesses who play a vital role within our community. Rely Local is not just about printing local coupons and finding local jobs. It's a campaign to restore strength within the local economy. We rely on these locally owned and operated businesses every day. Can they rely on us? Save time, save money, strengthen your community. Visit RelyLocal.com today. I'd like to welcome our premier sponsor of the Enterprise Now radio show, the Waukesha County Technical College Small Business Center. The WCTC Small Business Center is a community service initiative of the college with one primary mission, to help entrepreneurs start and grow small businesses in southeastern Wisconsin. The center offers a variety of low-cost to no-cost resources, including non-credit courses, services, and networking events, all designed to help real-world entrepreneurs succeed. Remember that passion without action is just a hobby. For more information, visit www.wctc.edu slash smallbusiness, then contact center manager Russ Roberts directly at 262-695-3468 or you can email us at rroberts at wctc.edu. We're back on Enterprise Now. I am your host, Elsie Flinnard, and if you're just joining us, I have with me Catherine Ramirez of Advertise, and she has been uh, giving us just a ton of, of advice and wisdom on starting your own business, owning your passion. That's what I, I took down as a note, owning your passion. And uh, she just kind of gave us some uh, some really practical advice on how hard it is to start and run your own business. And I think that's a really good thing to do, because a lot of times being an entrepreneur can seem sexy to people on the outside, uh, if I can use that term. But it's a really it's, it's a really, really, really hard job. And it's very difficult to succeed. Uh, we were talking about on, on the podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago how. Uh, the numbers, the the statistics on the amount of businesses that open up and shut their doors. It's a grueling, very difficult thing to do. So thank you, Catherine, for that uh, that practical insight and advice. Um, one thing that I want to do, Kat- Catherine, is is really get a feel for what it is that you do at Advertise. Um, what's a day in the life of a CEO of an advertising company? Okay, that's a great question, and I could go on and on and on, so you might have to interrupt me. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so my day-to-day, my mission, my mantra, what I'm doing every day is I meet with small to mid-sized businesses. Um, we are able to offer free advertising analysis 
Um, basically what we're doing is we'll meet with the small to mid-sized business owner. We'll ask a lot of questions and try to find out what they're currently doing, um, social media wise, um, website, uh, and then anything else that they may pay for externally, any type of advertising. Um, it's always uh, surprising to find out because business will say, I'm not doing anything. And then when we go through our um, questionnaire and through our uh, series of questions, then you find out that they're actually doing a lot of stuff and they don't realize all the things they're doing. So it's very comprehensive. Um, we, we do analysis. I come back to um, the office and I have a team and we pull a lot of reports. And some of them are electronic reports that we drop in the website or social media and it'll tell and analyze uh, some information for us. And then we do some uh, polling and some fact-finding. And we compile all this information about the small to mid-sized business owner. And that's how we come up with a strategic plan is we identify all the things that the business is doing wrong. Um, and if they're doing things that are correct, we point it out and we congratulate them. But a lot of the times we're finding things that businesses are doing wrong that's preventing them from being found organically or, or if they're spending money that's preventing them from really maximizing those opportunities. So as we compile that, we put into a strategic plan, we put the plan together, and then we also, uh, in the plan, suggest paid advertising that would fit their budget needs and would target their particular audience that they're trying to go after. So it's a very full, thorough plan that we deliver. And we actually, when we deliver it, we actually go through it with them line by line and read everything to them and make sure that they understand all the things that we found wrong because with everything that we find wrong, we are able to offer a solution. So we're able to then and there tell them how to correct it. Um, and so a lot of the, the correction is, is on them. Like they can correct it. And we give them the steps and the, the tools step by step on what they need to do. Um, so they have the ability to decide on, okay, do I walk away and I correct these or do we hire um, Kat and her team or do we find another team to correct these? Um, or do we just leave them and stay with the status quo? So that's all up to them. It's not on me, it's them. Um, and so in, and then what we do is we'll follow up with the businesses. I'm really good about following up. Um, I, I like to find out if they have taken any of the steps that I suggested, if they've implemented anything, uh, see how it's affected their business, you know, what's going on, and it always gratifies me when I hear a business who said, Kat, I went through everything line by line, and I ticked off all the marks, and I did everything you asked us to do, and I can already see the effect. I can, under I can already feel the momentum changing, and that, there's nothing so gratifying than that, is when a business prides themselves enough to take those steps and really take charge and implement those. You know, if they choose not to and they choose to hire us to uh, implement them, then that's, that's okay too. You know, again, this is all, it's all delivered based on the company's uh, uh, opportunity or their means to be able to manage it and to be able to do it because it is a lot. We do show them a lot and it never fails every time we are done with one of these analyses. The business owner always says, wow, Kat, that's so overwhelming. I can't believe that you did all this. Or, oh, my God, that's more than what I expected. I didn't think that you were going to pull all this information. And so it's, it's extremely thorough. And, again, um, we give them the tools to be able to get some organic growth and to align their campaign so that they do create the momentum that they need. And so it's a win-win for everyone. And if ever they choose to do any of the paid advertising, they know that we are a resource, that we're here for them. Um, because at the end of the day, the platform was built so that it would create some transparency, it would create accountability. Um, it was there to make a small to mid-sized business feel comfortable and confident about buying advertising.
Um, I always talk to businesses and I say, you know, when you buy a car, you can go to cars.com, autotrader.com, Rosterials, you know, any car dealer website out there, and you can compare and shop for a car. So much so that you can pull up the, the exact model that you want with all the accessories, including tax. You can print that off. You can take that to a car dealer and say, I want that car for, for this price. And the car dealer will probably say, well, we can't get you at that price, but we can get you close. And then you as an individual, as an empowered individual, have the ability to say, well, guess what? Your neighbor over there said they sell it to me, so I'm going to go buy it over there. Well, the car dealer is going to say, wait, whoa, 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 and then probably throw something in just to keep your business. In advertising, there's no opportunity for that. There's no opportunity for you to understand that if a TV station A or a radio station A prices that advertising package, whether you know that that's right or wrong or the best deal or what have you. So that's what we do is we go and bat these media companies and we vet the packages and we make sure that it's very thorough, there's no surprises, everything is in there, that it's a nice, clean advertising package, you're going to get everything that they promise and then it's going to, your campaign will run seamlessly. And that's what we do is we make sure that every small to mid-sized business owner feels confident about it, they, feel, they understand it. They're aware of it. They can compare package A from ABC company to package A from, you know, uh, another company, CDS company or whatever. And it's just like an auto trader or CarMax or whatever. And they have the ability to be empowered now. And if they don't feel good about it, they can call or contact us at any time. And we can help them understand it and we can help them feel empowered about it and we can explain the different packages and we can walk them through it and hold their hands and and that's the other thing we do is we make sure that we're there and we're able and if you need us to hold your hand from the beginning to the end we'll hold your hand and we'll walk you through it and we'll walk with you side by side so you feel good about it if you are a hands-on kind of business then great then just log on and look at the different advertising that's available to you and you peruse it, and now you can plan. You can plan for your you know, big spring sale or your big fall sale or your big summer sale, whatever it is. And you can see the different advertising that's available to you. And you can now shop intelligently, just like you would on Amazon or anywhere else. And you can compare shop, and you can be empowered. And now you have negotiating power, and you can feel good about it. So that, I would say that pretty much wraps up of like, you know, what we do, what we stand for. You know, we like to tell people we're the Robin Hood of advertising. Gotcha. We go to the media companies, we've added, we put it on the website so that the website is a safe, pressure-free, hassle-free environment that any business can log on, look at the options that are available to them, never a pressure to buy never a pressure to do anything or spend money that they don't have and they can peruse it and plan their advertising and marketing for intelligently for the future and they can financially plan it as well so that they know what's available and they know what they can purchase and what the opportunities are that that's what we do and that's pretty much the nuts and bolts of advertising Gotcha. Gotcha. Sounds good. Well, Catherine, this is a really good place to take a, a, another break. And uh, when we get back, I have some questions about um, what kind of, kind of what set you guys apart. And um, and also uh, have some other questions about um, I heard you mention some of the solutions that you offer and also want to get your contact information out to the listeners. So uh, we'll be back in a minute on WQYL DB radio. Locally owned and operated businesses are the backbone of our local economy. They employ upwards of 70% of the residents and are the sole sponsors of our recreational programs for our children. Without them, a community ceases to exist. We may not be able to change the economic state of our nation, but we can certainly do so on a local level. Rely Local is a new locals-only business directory. No big box retailers or national chains. Just locally owned and operated businesses who play a vital role within our community. Rely Local is not just about printing local coupons and finding local jobs. 
It's a campaign to restore strength within the local economy. We rely on these locally owned and operated businesses every day. Can they rely on us? Save time, save money, strengthen your community. Visit RelyLocal.com today. Welcome back to Enterprise Now. If you are just tuning in, shame on you. We have been having a wonderful conversation with Catherine Ramirez of Advertise, and she has been just pouring into us all the, the knowledge and wisdom uh, that she uh, has shared with us so far. She um, went over with us what they do, how they do it, and um, it's, it's a lot of good stuff. So if you're just tuning in, you can catch this conversation on our website, www wqyl-db.com slash podcast where we put all of our interviews our conversations as i like to call them um on our website as a podcast you can also listen to uh, the enterprise now radio show on wqyl-db radio on tune in if you have the tune in app you can find us there uh, you can also head out to itunes and subscribe to our podcast, the Enterprise Now Radio Show Podcast. And you can find us there. So we have many ways that you can get to the information. And um, and I, I always like to tell entrepreneurs and business owners, you have to network. You have to get and surround yourself with other entrepreneurs and business owners because there are many, many insights and, and things that you'll glean from listening to the stories and the challenges and the victories that other business owners and entrepreneurs have had. So, Catherine, I, I'd like to hear more about your uniqueness. What sets Advertise apart from the others in the industry who are doing something similar? Okay, yeah. Um, so probably the biggest thing that separates us from anything else out there is our advocacy our advocacy to uh, represent small to mid-sized business owners so that they get a fair shake so that they're understood. Um, so right now as it stands, so I guess let me tell you how the advertising world works and how they sell. And um, when I explain this, I'm not explaining it to say it's good or bad. I'm explaining it to say this is how it's currently being done. And it just needs to change, and that's what we're trying to do. So in my prior life, my prior role, when I sold uh, advertising, and it doesn't matter what platform you sell, it, it all shakes out the same. They all do the same thing, okay? Mm -hmm. um, what we would do is we would go and sit down with the business and find out information about them. Then we would find out um, some research and deliver it to them and show them their best customer. And then finally we would offer the recommendation to that small to mid-sized business. By the time we came back with the recommendation, okay, so basically what I'm going to put together in my prior life when I represented you know, advertising in the media world, corporate America, I should say, I build my recommendation based on the corporate budget, corporate initiatives, any corporate goals that were happening, my personal bonus, the ability to get the bonus, and to get my boss off of my back, okay? None of those things were ever based around the small to mid-sized business owner, okay? And with my recommendation, I was going to dress it up. I was going to make it look as attractive as I can and tell that business owner that it's going to do everything they want it to do, okay? Mm -hmm. So it probably necessarily wasn't going to do it. Maybe, you know, 60% of the time or 50, let's say 50, it would have worked or, or wouldn't, you know, 50-50 chance. So the reality is for the small to mid-sized business owner, they get burnt in the long run because what happens, and I've seen this too many times, so many times businesses that I met with that had booked something to, with a media uh, partner who promised them the moon and the stars and said it was going to do everything that they wanted to do. Well, what happens is they spend the money and $120,000 later, they look back and they say, wow, advertising doesn't work 
I didn't get anything for my money. And the reality is advertising does work. That was not the right fit for that business. Therefore, it didn't work for that situation. Um, and so what happens then is that small to mid-sized business owner makes the assumption that advertising doesn't work and doesn't ever want to do advertising ever again because it got burnt really <laughs> bad. $120,000 is nothing... I mean, you, that's you know, you, you, that's not something that you can just like say, oh, okay, that was a mistake. No, that was a big mistake. And so, because of those situations and being exposed to that, you know, our whole um, foundation is advocacy, advocacy for small to mid-sized business owners, so that we represent them and we sincerely deliver only the best opportunities to them, so that they do get. Um, some maximum exposure from their very limited resources, their very limited funds. Um, and, and I can relate to it because, again, I'm a startup too. So I'm going to make sure that this is going to be a package or this is going to be a campaign. Anything that we suggest would be something I would buy, but also that it's going to give them a, the return that they need, that they're expecting, and not something that, you know, it's going to be totally uh, corporate gratifying, and that's what I call it. Because when corporate America uh, is selling, they're selling based on their needs and their um, need to fulfill their uh, initiatives and their goals, and you know their 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 numbers. Because at the end of the day, they have numbers, and they have to report to their stockholders and what have you. Um, and so that's what makes us different. That that in itself and how we represent small to mid-sized business owners is totally different. You, businesses don't do that today. Media companies don't do that today. Um, it, unfortunately, it's a very selfish corporate America world and you know they have to fulfill and um, they have to hit their numbers and get their budgets and what have you. And if that means selling a package to someone if it's not a good fit, it doesn't matter because they need to fulfill those obligations for corporate America. Mm -hmm. And whereas we're not thinking about those obligations or those numbers, we sincerely have the best interests of those small to mid-sized businesses at heart. And we can empathize with them. And, and we want to empathize with them. And, and we want to help them. And we want, them, we want their businesses to grow. We, we want them to succeed and we want them to get a return and to understand the dynamics of that advertising. That's what makes us different. So um, there's a lot going on there. Um, but it's, I think um, at the end of the day, if you bold it down to what it is that makes us different and what we do is we hold their hand. Um, you know, we're going to be there side by side with that small to mid-sized business owner gotcha. in the trenches. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes perfect sense. So we've uh, we've come to the end of our time, Catherine, as it does every week. It goes by so fast. Um, so uh, first, thank you so much for, for being on the show. I really uh, appreciate what you've, uh, you've shared with us. I know um, that I have a couple of pages of notes here, and I know that my listeners are going to glean a lot of, uh, of, inform of, of lot knowledge from what you've shared with us. Um, so do you want to yeah. give us uh, your, your contact information where people can find you uh, online and maybe uh, your email so people can reach out and get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. Can I close really quick with one bit of advice, too? Of, of course. Okay. So my, my one bit of advice to any small and mid-sized business is they should know they only have two options. Okay. The first option is they go pound the pavement, they knock on doors, they bust those doors, and they drag business to their business. The second option is to pay someone, to pay a salesperson, to pay an ad agency, to pay advertising. They pay something to get that business to their business. There is no third option. If they choose to do nothing, their, app, their business will absolutely fail. And I tell this to every business. And trust me, the statistics are there. You mentioned it. They're out there. It's prevalent. And, and you know business wants to fail. But don't set yourself up to fail as well. So again, we do offer free advertising evaluations. My number is 
866-607-0767. Again, that's 866-607-0767. Our email is info at advertise.com, and that's A, D as in dog, B as in boy, I, D as in dog, T-I-S-C dot com. So that's, that's my story. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And I appreciate you having us on here. I really do. Not a problem. I, you know, our, our mission at, at Enterprise Now is very similar. I mean, we, we exist to highlight and promote business owners. And it sounds like our, we, we're, we are kindred spirits that way. We want to see businesses succeed. And, and part of that is getting the word out, getting the, your, your passion and your vision and what it is that you're doing out to people, letting them know what you're doing and, and just being able to, to um, pour out what you know and helping other uh, small businesses grow and develop and avoid making some of the mistakes that, that we make as, as uh, business owners. So, um, so I, I absolutely love talking to uh, people who are passionate about what they do. Uh, I think that that comes across and it's contagious. So um, I want to catch that bug over and over again. <laughs> Oh, great. Awesome. Well, thank you again for, for being with us. And um, those of you who are listening, you can uh, find this interview again on our website, www.wqyl-db.com slash podcast. And I'm sure that uh, Catherine will be posting it on her social media as well. So look for it there. And um, thank you so much for the support that you guys have poured up on us uh, here late. I, I can't say enough how uh, thankful I am for all of the, the, the phone calls, the emails and the, the social media um, um, responses that we've gotten. So thank you so much for supporting Enterprise Now. And uh, we appreciate it. And thank you for listening. We will talk with you next week. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.